Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. He is ready to go with us right now. Alan Pupar from uh, SportsIllustrated.com hops aboard with us on CBS Sports Radio. Alan, how are you tonight? I'm doing okay. How are you? Good, bud. Uh, did want to get uh, someone on to talk about the Dolphins, not because they're playing well, because they're one and six, and they uh, turned a, a late victory into an even later defeat last night. But I did want to talk about the quarterback position. Um, I watched a goodly part of today's game, and I did not think Tua Tungavaloa played badly at all. Uh, when they got a uh, clutch turnover in the fourth quarter, he marched down the field, stuck in the end zone, handed them a late lead, and the defense couldn't keep uh, the Falcons out of field goal range to win it. What is the feeling right now in Tampa about Tua Tungavaloa? Uh, I'm assuming you mean Miami. Uh, what did I say? Tampa, I meant Miami. Yeah, yes, yeah, thank you. Yeah, no, I know. Playing. Um, no, look, you're right. He didn't play badly at all. Actually, he had a pretty good game. Uh, Wander with a pass, passer rating of like I think it was 107.1. Threw a career high four touchdown passes. Made a lot of really nice throws. Did some good work with his scrambling as well. The only blemish on his uh, on his stat sheet today were two really really bad interceptions when he tried to force things, and that unfortunately has become a little bit of a pattern. He did the same thing last week against Jacksonville and London. Um, so, I mean, it's very divided in terms of the opinion about Tua down here. There's, uh, there's a group who want the Dolphins to hang on to him, to forget about getting Deshaun Watson, to give Tua a chance to grow and see what kind of quarterback he can become. And there's another group that sees Tua as – being a little bit limited in terms of what he can become and, and see Deshaun Watson as a clear upgrade and therefore wants the Dolphins to make a move, particularly in the middle of a one and six season. Here's one of the issues I have with the whole conversation of uh, Deshaun Watson and trading for him. I know that's, or at least it's being reported, that's uh, Mr. Watson's preferred de- destination and he has a no trade clause and can be a major thorn in his side to the Texans if they want to try and trade him somewhere else so if the Dolphins want to get him that's a major plus in their side but they don't have their first round draft pick this year are the Texans going to be willing to do a deal where they don't get I know they have San Francisco's first round pick which is further back but wouldn't they? Is the Dolphins not having their own first-round pick this year going to be enough of a deterrent to keep them from being able to acquire Deshaun Watson? No, I don't believe that would be a deal breaker. I think what it's going to come down to is can the Texans and the Dolphins come to an agreement on what kind of compensation is involved? And basically, the Texans have held on to Deshaun Watson 
up until now because they want to maximize what they get in return. The Dolphins, on the flip side, want to get Deshaun Watson for as little as they can. And basically, it's a game of poker of who's going to hold out the longest. Now we've got the Carolina Panthers, who are said to be interested as well because of their quarterback play the last few weeks has not been good, and they've gone from 3-0 and on the season to 3-4. and But as you mentioned, if Deshaun Watson tells the Texans it's Miami or I invoke my no-trade clause, then the Texans are going to be faced with the situation of, okay, do they have to make a deal with Miami by November 2nd, or they're stuck with Deshaun Watson until at least March of next year. And I, I would be tempted to think that the Texans are kind of over the situation and would rather get it done already and get Watson out of Houston. And then it becomes a question again of who is going to budge first and two, is it going to be Houston with their demands or is it going to be Miami with what they're willing to pay? Um, now you're trying to stay on top of this story and you're hearing whatever rumors and leaks are coming out as best as anybody else in the country. Uh, if there is a deal to be made between the Texans and uh, the Dolphins, will Tua Tungavailoa be involved in that deal? Is Houston a big enough Tungavailoa fan that they look at him as one of the assets they'd like to acquire? Every report that's come out, every indication that's been given is that the Texans are not interested in making to a part of the package for the compensation they get in return, which then brings up yet another situation for the Dolphins. If they acquired Deshaun Watson, are they really going to, going to keep two on the roster as well, or are they going to see what they can get for him from somebody else, um, which seemed to me the likely scenario. And the fact that he's put up good numbers the last two weeks, he threw for 329 yards against Jacksonville last week, had the four touchdown passes this week, uh, in terms of the Dolphins, if they do wind up making the move for Deshaun Watson, those numbers the past two weeks certainly could help the Dolphins find a market for Tua. There was one rumor floating around last week that the Washington football team had some interest in Tua Tungavloa if he did hit the open market. Uh, anything else that you've heard? Uh, are the Dolphins trying to, and it would make a ton of sense that they're trying to keep it under wraps as fast as they can. Because if they can't get to Sean Watson and two is going to be their quarterback for a minimum the rest of this year, it's not going to be a happy locker room if uh, he knows that he was uh, vigorously shopped around the league. But sometimes these things are hard to keep under wraps. How aggressive have the Dolphins been in seeing if there is another suitor if they were to acquire Watson? Yeah, no, that's a very good question. It was interesting, too, after the game today, said that he has conversations with Brian Flores. He's doing a good job of, of keeping him informed of what's going on and what kind of talks that he's having with general manager Chris Greer. Um, but, I, again, I, but it's one has to come after the, uh, the other. I, I don't know that how, how vigorously the Dolphins have been shopping to or around. And we've – the reports out of Washington has been there were two reporters who covered the Washington football team. Once it was suggested that maybe Washington would be interested in acquiring Tua, uh, there were two reporters who came out and basically said that their sources tell them that the Washington football team is not interested in acquiring Tua. Of course, that was before another game today where Washington scored 10 points in their game against Green Bay. So <laughs> at some point, are they really comfortable with going with Tyler Heineke the rest of the way? Not sure about that one. So I would still say Washington will be a team to keep an eye on when it comes to Tua. Again, if everything materializes for a Deshaun Watson trade, which 
certainly could happen, but also I would certainly wouldn't say is, is a lock for it to happen with the Dolphins. All right, I'm going to ask you to play amateur general manager, something that I do all the time here on CBS Sports Radio. Uh, we'll see if uh, you enjoy doing it or even agree to do it. If that were the case, if they could get the Deshaun Watson done deal done, and it's based on future first-round draft picks, twos that can become ones, whatever the deal is, and they come up with an agreement and they can get their hands on, on Watson, and even assuming Watson can play right away, uh, which might be a little optimistic, but we'll go with it for now. If they wanted Tua to be elsewhere, that they didn't want both quarterbacks in the locker room at the same time, which I think would be advisable, what do you think they could get for Tua from whatever team was going to say, yeah, we'll make him our quarterback ASAP? I would hope it would be at the very least a second-round pick and maybe an early second-round pick, if not maybe a late one because you're talking about a guy who was the fifth overall pick just 18 months ago who doesn't have a ton of starts, who obviously, if the Dolphins make this move, uh, would tell you that maybe they don't think he's going to become a bona fide franchise quarterback, but also to dismiss that possibility this early, um, not sure that's entirely fair as well. I, you know, that's the thing. I, there haven't been – he's not He's not been Joe Burrow. He's not been Justin Herbert where those two guys clearly – I mean, you can tell our franchise quarterbacks. Tua has not been to that level yet. But there have been some good performances today included. Um, and, again, I think the, the idea of dismissing him as a potential good quarterback in the future is premature. So I would think – at the very least, a second-round pick is what he could right. in return. But t- chances are it's going to be a, a team that's not doing well uh, if you're making the deal at this stage of the season, a team that's struggling because they're not getting effective play a quarterback, which means they're not going to give up their first-round pick because, as you mentioned, could be a late first-round pick. Well, uh, someone who's got late first-round pick probably doesn't need Tua. So it might be an earlier second-round pick because they're struggling a little bit now. But I think that that's the best they can do. Maybe they get a sweetener on top, uh, an added uh, day three pick, a five or a four, a negotiated five that can go to a four or something like that. Uh, but I think a two is the most is the highest upside you can get. Do you think that'll be enough for the Dolphins to make the trade? Oh, that's a great question. Uh, again, if they if they get the Sean Watson, yeah, maybe. Uh, it also could be maybe it's a 2023 first-round pick. doesn't necessarily have to be a 22 pick, uh, okay. which would be one other way of working it. Would a two be enough to make the Dolphins make the trade? That's a very, very good question. Um, I, I think if they get the Sean Watson, I think they would rather move on from Tua. Okay, that All makes a lot of equal. That makes a lot of sense. All right. Uh, what the hell happened to the Dolphin defense? The most opportunistic defense in the National Football League this year. Most turnovers, most plus minus. Uh, the turnovers have been few and far between this year. They're not getting any pressure on the quarterback. Uh, they were an above-average defense on a 10-win team last year. And this year their defense is Swiss cheese. What happened? Yeah, that, that's a thousand. That's a sixty-four thousand dollar question down here, and, and there, I think there's several answers. One of which is at times they've been dragged down by the offense. That's clear. I think number two, a lot of their players just flat out not playing as well as they did last year. I think if I have to, if I'm going to pin one thing, I would tell you the pressure on the quarterback 
where last year it seemed they were affecting the quarterback with their pressure, even if they, when they weren't getting sacked on a really regular basis, causing bad throws, um, causing picks, and that just hasn't happened this year. It's been very spotty. Actually, today they had a good day in, in, in that department because they forced two turnovers, the Xavier Howard pick and the uh, Emmanuel Lagba forced fumble. But that's not been there. And then when they needed to make a stop today, up 28-27 with a little more than two minutes left, they flat out couldn't come up with it. And worse than that, not only did Atlanta get in position to, to kick a field goal, but then at that point all they were doing was playing to run out the clock three straight plays to see if they can get a first down and milk the clock as much as possible. And the Dolphins should have known that's what Atlanta was going to do, and they still couldn't stop them, which basically allowed Atlanta to milk the clock all the way down. Um, it's just nobody stepping up to come up with a big play uh, at the key moments. But the, the one common theme more than anything, I think, is just they're not, getting, they're not affecting the opposing quarterbacks the way they did last year. We talk all the time about uh, quarterbacks stepping in, first-round draft picks, speed of the game, blah, blah, blah. Jalen Phillips has made very few plays for him, first-round pick last year, number 18 overall. Uh, had, did, did they fear that he was a bit of a reach? I'm not going to use the word bust, but am I right to say that he's been a disappointment here, year one for the Dolphins? Oh, you're not wrong. You're not wrong at all. Uh, and the disappointing part, too, is he was very, very slow in the first couple of weeks. Then he started making himself more noticeable for maybe two games where you start thinking, oh, here we go. Now now we're talking. And then the last couple of weeks, again, he's barely noticeable. And, to, and today, he might not as well have played, and we wouldn't know the difference. Uh, part of the issue is the way they're using him. They're asking him to do a lot of different things. They want him to be this multiple player at outside linebacker who sets the edge, rushes the passer, and then also drops back into coverage where maybe – especially considering the pass rush issues I mentioned, they'd be just better off telling him, listen, Jalen, you see the quarterback over there, just go get him. Uh, but that's not what they're doing, and his impact has been very, very, very minimal so far this season. All right. Uh, I want to go full circle back to Tua for the last question, and thank you very much for hopping on with us, Alan Pupar from SI.com, our guest. Um, there are four major groups that Tua's got to deal with. His fellow teammates, the coaching staff, the general manager, and, of course, the big guy, the owner. Is it across the board in agreement that the Dolphins need to get better at that position? Is there just one that uh, is definitively saying we're doing this and we're not looking back? How split are the groups on the uh, evaluation, the opinion Tua Tungabaloa is the quarterback of the future for the Dolphins, or Tua Tungabaloa can't be the future quarterback of the Dolphins? That's a fabulous question. Uh, and I'm not so sure it doesn't fluctuate. Also, I, there's obviously a camp that doesn't believe he's the quarterback of the future. Otherwise, you wouldn't be, we wouldn't be hearing all this talk about Deshaun Watson all the time. And this Fair. goes way back. We're talking the offseason. So exactly who that is, whether it's Brian Flores, whether it's Chris Greer, the GM, whether it's Stephen Ross, the owner. Um, that's a great question. Not 100% sure. I think also his, <laughs> his teammates, I'm not sure we're necessarily completely on board with them as a franchise guy. Uh, 
I know last season, I know maybe earlier this season, what the performance the last two weeks, mistakes included, has done in terms of his standing in the locker room. That's tough to tell. Publicly, they're going to say all the right things. Um, so, I, yeah, that's a very tough question to try to, to try to decipher exactly who's in his camp, who isn't. What's clear, though, is that organizationally, overall, it's just not there in terms of the full backing uh, for Tua, again, because otherwise, obviously, first of all, a, a clear public statement would have been made, and God knows they've had many opportunities to say, beyond just saying Tua is our starting quarterback, because when you say it, yeah, Tua is our starting quarterback, dot, 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 until we make a trade for somebody else. Uh, they've had multiple occasions to say, we are not going to trade for Deshaun Watson. Tua is our starting quarterback through the end of the 2021 season and the foreseeable future. That's the kind of statement that would have told you the organization was clearly behind Tua. That hasn't been said. It's, it's completely out there that they're hot in pursuit of Deshaun Watson, so clearly the backing of the organization is not there. Sometimes silence can be very loud. You are very right about that. Alan, appreciate you coming on board. Thank you much for the insight. Uh, We'll certainly touch base again down the road. You're quite welcome. Thanks for having me on. My pleasure. Alan Pupar covers the Dolphins for SI.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 